there are four remaining playoff teams as the Suns and Clippers are facing off. They both have never won a championship. Uh, the Hawks are playing the, the Bucks, and both of those teams have won championships, but it's only been one. And I want to say both of them, if not the Hawks, but both of them might uh, have only won theirs before um, the merger. So basically before, um, you know, uh, they merged as far as, you know, the, the leagues. There, you know, the, the, there were different leagues. I can't remember the, what they were called before. Um, so uh, bad driving on, on my part in this. Um, but, uh, 1958, uh, it was the Hawks as the St. Louis Hawks, and then the mo most recent, 1971, uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I, I, like I said, I think just the Hawks might have been before the merger, and then, of course, uh, the Bucks might be been after, and the only reason why I say that, and because I can't remember, uh, I don't know exactly offhand of when that happened, um, uh, if it happened, uh, you know, in the 70s or not. I want to say it did, um, and, uh, or happened after the 70s, so which means the Hawks at 58, um, being obviously a different name, um, is, is also a kind of tall tale sign of what um, has, uh, how long it's been since uh, these teams have uh, been in the championship and, and we can kind of talk championship you know with any any one of these teams uh, now you know that, that they're you know this close as I uh, you know spread my fingers on, on, on my hand uh, to the length of about an, an, an inch um, to kind of give you an visual um, and for Phoenix, my favorite from the east was was the the nets and um those are not one of the teams that i mentioned in this in this open uh so obviously you know for those that don't know they're not in it um and so in my opinion that that really really increases um the chance uh for the Suns. Um, I felt like the Nets, when healthy, are the, the best team in the NBA. Um, most of the season they haven't been healthy, so therefore um, you know, it. you can say that there's a reason for their the record. Um, and uh, uh, right now the team with the best record in the NBA remaining is the Phoenix Suns. Um, Suns win uh, 120 uh, to uh, 114 um, and uh, let's see I think we'll hold on before I get too far let's say 114 um, is it 112 or 114 Suns let's see where is it just want to be sure on this um, Phoenix uh, yeah, 120-114. I just wanted to be sure. Didn't want to throw out some false information. 
and interestingly, and, and I'll, I'll play a clip later, but um, the last, and before I get too far ahead, the last time, um, well, let me back up. Uh, Devin Booker's first um, triple-double is was last night in this game. And then the last time uh, there was a uh, triple-double for, for Phoenix, it was uh, Charles Barkley um, in the uh, Western Conference Finals. Um, and uh, the score was the same. And uh, I'll... Uh, play that that clip a little a little bit later but um um ESPN uh stats and info uh their Twitter page had posted something that I thought was interesting and just just how to kind of bring into perspective um of what Devin Booker did, and when you when you talk about lists, you know lists of players, list of teams, or whatever, uh, the big question is, well, who's on the list? You know, are they are they great players? Are they great teams? And usually they are, um, but it kind of magnifies it a little more. But um, um, on Sunday, which was yesterday, uh, Devin Booker became the fourth player to lead both teams outright in points, rebounds, and assists in a conference or uh, slash division finals game. Uh, he joins LeBron James, Larry Bird, and Bill Russell. Um, and would you say those three guys are good players? And, and obviously the answer unanimously would be yes. Um and then, of course, uh, Booker is the first player to do this in any playoff game um, in Suns history. Um, and that was uh, ESPN uh, stats info on their uh, <coughs> excuse me their Twitter page. Um, and then, of course, this kind of goes with. Uh, uh, you know, Atlanta Hawks, they're, they're, they're making the playoffs. And kind of what I started in the open, they said, with Atlanta Hawks' win over the 76ers, none of the conference finalists, Suns, Clippers, Hawks, and Bucks, have won a title since the NBA, uh, NBA-ABA merger. So there it is, um, 1976 and through and 1977. Um, so that is all of them. I, I did want to kind of... Um, Put that in there. Um, and uh, that, that's just kind of some interesting there. So, so just kind of clarify what I had said um, er earlier. And again, um, that was per ESPN Stats and Info. Here's another one. Um, Devin Booker recorded his first career triple-double Sunday. He's the fifth player over the last 60 seasons to record his first uh, career triple-double in conference finals or later, joining Hall of Famers uh, 
James Worthy, Krima Dil Jabbar, Jerry Lucas, and Bo Russell. Another great company of, of folks. Um, Devin Booker is the sixth player in NBA history to record uh, multiple 40 point games in his first career uh, postseason, joining Luka Doncic, LeBron James, Bob McAdoo, uh, Rick Barry, and Wilt Chamberlain. Another good. Um, um, uh, group of guys. Here's another one. Um, and I didn't mean for this episode to be a lot about staff, but just kind of want to soak all this in as as um, any any fans, NBA fans that might listen to this, Suns fans as um, what most of my podcast is. But uh, uh, Devin Booker is the fifth player in Suns history with a playoff triple-double. Um uh, he joins uh, Steve Nash, uh, Jason Kidd, uh, Penny Hardaway, and uh, um, Charles Barkley, who's done it twice. Um, this is uh, what happened at the half, and I think this might be the last one I'm going to read. But uh, uh, Devin Booker has four 20-point halves this postseason. Over the last uh, 25 postseasons, only the Suns player with more 20-point halves uh, in single-game um, postseason is uh, Mari Stoudemire in 2010. He had he's done it uh, uh, 10 times. I, I believe that is what they're saying here. Um, so that's that's a lot on on uh, Devin Booker. Um, and uh, all that is courtesy of ESPN, sta- ESPN Stats and Info, um, their their uh, Twitter page. Um, and I, I, I'm going to go more on Devin Booker. And, and I guess my, my point is, and, and I'll reiterate this later, is the media and the fans, not so much the his peers the coaches and, and, and players are behind on Devin Booker. You know, not making the um, any all-NBA teams. There's three selections. Not making any of those. Um, only making um, all-stars due to injuries as alternates. Um, uh, the um, I, I played clips before from this, um, and this is a the NBA um, inside inside the NBA show um, with uh, with Chuck um, Charles Barkley, um, Ernie uh, Johnson, um, uh, Kenny the Jet Smith, and uh, um, who am I missing? I think that's it. Oh, and Shaq. Course, I don't want to say that's it. Missing one of the key, one of the big key guys. Um, but this is kind of their take on the triple double, the Suns as as a as a whole. Um, and hopefully, you can hear this and understand this the best. Uh, so I'm gonna play this kind of long. All I don't own the rights to this. All rights to uh, the uh, inside the NBA and, and their crew, and um, and so uh, this is this is kind of what they said, just kind of talking about it. Uh, again, it's long, but uh, uh, try to try to catch everything that they're saying.
uh, and I'll point out some huge things that, that I took away uh, when I heard it earlier. With quarter on 0 of 5 shooting, uh, again, one of those games where a million lead changes and a million ties, and it goes right down to it. What did Phoenix show you today, Chuck? Devin, Devin Booker is one of his best all-around players in this league. He was, he didn't explode until they got down. He kind of played the point guard position the first half of the game and got everybody else involved. That's how he got the triple-double. Then when the Clippers went on the big run in the third quarter, he says, oh, I got to do this. Chris is not here. I'm the best player in the building. And that's when he went on that 16-18-0 run. Uh, so and then he, once he got him back in the game, and then he, then he could facilitate again until they needed something. One of the best all-around games I've ever seen. But I love the fact that, like, a lot of guys get points, and they just get their numbers. Today, to me, he showed me what a great player he was because he waited until his team needed him. But the rest of the time, he just got those other guys involved. Kenny, biggest takeaway? Well, biggest takeaway is that we watched the Suns play the Clippers, and we did not mention Kawhi Leonard. Where is he? How far is he going to be? Because to win a championship and to have that, the Clippers are going to need him. Uh, they did a great job in the last series of closing out, um, and they did a great job of banding together. But uh, those moments that you just said what Chris Paul does, that's what Kawhi does. He does the same thing. He closes out games, he makes people better, he rebounds, and he defends. It's like <laughs> he's one of the top five players in basketball that is not on the, on the floor right now. So... The, and it's been very quiet because they've won. And they've gotten to the conference finals about what he's doing. So for me, the biggest takeaway is now we know when Chris is coming back or possibly coming back in, in a sense. You know, there is a, a 14, at the most 12, 14 days. We know that there's a there's an end to what Chris is doing. We don't know if there's an end to with what Kawhi is with, with a knee situation. Fun fact, Ernie. Uh, fun, great, fun, fun fact. Fun fact, the great... Mike Wilburn, my uh, mentor, on my 40-point triple-double, uh -huh. the score was exactly the same. Was that, is, that for, is that for real? It was, tw it, was, it was the exact same score as today. He told me that's a fun little fact. That's you know, a fun fact. That you know, seems like a celebration. You know where he got that? Right. Underdog gave it to him. Hey, 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 and then they kind of end there with kind of, you know, what they do when they... Uh, celebrate or some something that one of them you know makes an interesting point um and you kind of heard there at the end ernie johnson is is the main host of that show obviously uh the driver if you will similar to you know what, what i do on on my on this podcast i'm the driver of the show of course i'm the only host so i have to be the driver and and you know the the commentator at the same time um but one of the big things that I took away, and again, I apologize if you couldn't hear this, just be, you know, the best I'm working with right now with no professional equipment and, and, and whatnot, but um, is, um, and, uh, and for those that don't know, Chris Paul was, was out for game one and it just broke an hour ago that he'll be out for game two as well. Um, and I heard earlier today, I think it was Chris Haynes, um, he's a uh, NBA reporter. Um, he, he works with TNT as well, um, and I believe he reported that Chris Paul has been 
in, in protocol and he's been at home, his home in LA with his family, quarantining um, until the, you know, he can pass the uh, protocols for the NBA. Um, again, uh, I've mentioned it before, uh, I do believe, but it's two negative tests. And then they, Rachel, Rachel Nichols of ESPN also uh, reported that they have to uh, have a uh, um, cardio testing, two, two, uh, pass two different cardio tests because of uh, COVID's effect on, on the heart usually. Um, make sure that he, you know, he's not going to be a danger to himself. Um, and that his heart is, is, you know, is regulating the way it needs to. Um, those are per um, the protocols for vaccinated players. Vaccinated uh, player as uh, such as um, uh, Chris Paul is. He got vaccinated in um, in, in um, October. Um, and uh, uh, he uh, it has not experienced any symptoms. And this was kind of Chris Haynes saying that he hasn't experienced any symptoms. So that's good news. Um, and it was kind of you know, looking like he might could um, come back in game two if, if possible, if, if he passed all the testing that he needed to pass. Um, but um, um, but um, he, uh, he's been quarantining in L.A., and it kind of, you know, some, some speculation, and it wasn't something he was reporting, but some, you know, he's kind of speculating that maybe he won't be back until game three, you know, when the series shifts to, uh, um, shifts to, uh, um, what you might call it. Uh, shifts to LA. Gosh, as I get my um, thoughts, I lose my thoughts. I got so many things going in my head. Um, also trying to kind of pull something up real quick, but uh, um, anyway, so that that was kind of interesting. So he's been reported again uh, that uh, that he is quarantining with his family um, in LA. And uh, he will miss game two. He's already missed game one, um, and it, and it hasn't uh, so far hasn't mattered. And game two will be um, tomorrow night. Um, but uh, another thing, um, that I wanted to mention is uh, something interesting that Stephen A. Uh, Smith had had said. And I'll try to get it uh, pulled up before I get into the rest of the show. Um, let's see. It, it's kind of long too, but I'll try to get get it going. So, um, so here's Stephen A. Smith on uh, first take. Clips or Suns? Definitely the Clippers, because I think that with home court advantage going to the Suns, you can win four games at home, right, and give up three games on the road. So I think the Clippers need Kawhi, and 
Kawhi probably wants to play and redeem himself, just like we're seeing Paul George stepping up because of what happened last season. So I would say Kawhi needs to be back more for this series than Chris Paul with the Phoenix Suns. A couple of things. As an aside, I, I, I agree with, with Magic about that. Um, I'd also like to remind the viewing audience out here that they're very, very lucky that Magic Johnson decided to just go back to being the ultra-successful businessman and not running the Lakers franchise because the basketball world wouldn't be fair because Kawhi would have been in the Lakers. You know. This man was still there with LeBron and AD. I'm telling you what I know. You don't have to I'm telling you what I know. Now, all three of those guys were out. Well, yeah, no, they're all, all three of them hurt. Three of them were yeah. Well, let me tell you something. They said they had to limp their way to that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Having said all of that, having said all of that, I'm going to tell you, it's Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Why, you want me to tell you why? Because without Kawhi Leonard, the Clippers ain't winning this series. Now, I give the Clippers major props. Ty Lue, exceptional job. And that environment Friday night was electrifying. Yeah. I've never seen the Clippers environment like that in my life. Okay, it was something special to behold. And them raining threes and that kid, man, who's right from the Bronx out of Florida State. It was special. You can play. Beverly hitting, yeah. three, hitting three threes. And, uh, it was just crazy. It was unbelievable. Having said all of that, this is a different level. Because whereas you had Donovan Mitchell and basically nobody else athletically, particularly with Conley Hurt, that's not a problem in Phoenix. They're a guard-oriented team with Bridges, all right, Booker, CP3 of these boys, uh, uh, Payne coming off yeah. the bench. I like them. But I want to say this for the record with Magic Johnson sitting right here in studio. I told you with Donovan Mitchell, that's D-Wade 2.0. He's special. Devin Booker is the next Kobe. Yep. Yep. I'm saying it on national. So Devin Booker said it. is the yes. next yeah. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. It no is kidding. official. His first playoff, his first playoff appearance. And the brother's a number one option. Averaging over 28, dropped 40 in a triple-double in the first game of the conference finals. <laughs> this and just the way he plays. He's an assassin. And guess what? This Clippers team, you need Kawhi back to knock that kid off. What, what did I now say before the series started? Devin Booker is a mini Mamba. He's the closest thing offensively to Kobe's game in the sense that he can kill you from anywhere. Yeah. Kobe was his mentor as well. Yeah, he's a mini Mamba. Here's he the thing, and I hate, I hate this question. I hate it because it's a hard question to answer. Who needs their star more? I'm actually going to say... Phoenix needs Chris Paul more, and I'll tell you why. Chris Paul, like James Harden was playing the best basketball his career, Chris Paul in the last series is the best he's ever played, and that is saying something. That was perfect. I always ask Stephen A, because of his relationship with Larry Brown, like, Chris Paul must be Larry Brown's, like, that's how you, the perfect, that's exactly how you play it. Right. And that was the perfect point guard playing perfectly, right? Now, here's why they need that. Devin Booker gave you a 40-point triple-double at home. You won by the skin of your teeth. By the skin of your teeth. And if you think man can't play that way, man can play. He can play. Paul George can play. Rondo can play. They have a team full of guys who can play. They were on the road without Kawhi. And that late shot by Batum in the fourth quarter, I forgot how much time was left. It looked good out of his hands. May have changed. That Maybe they wind up winning that game. He's, he's off a little bit. That Clippers team is live without Kawhi. I think the Suns need. I, if, I think the Suns need Chris Paul. Magic, back. If you were. Oh, go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Max, there's no maybes, baby, in the playoffs. You either win or you lose. 
That's all, by the way. That's, that's it. So, so, so Chris Paul can miss a game because of pain. Because he can run the show and Devin can score. Bridges is playing, man, off the charts right now. They got a lot of guys that can get you 10 points, 12 points, so on and on. The Clippers, if they're going to beat the Phoenix Suns, need Kawhi. Kawhi was playing some of his best basketball, too. See, we didn't give him love because he'd been dominant during this playoffs. So I think the Clippers really need him. And you got to go on the road and beat them. Yeah, you got to have to take see, one on the road. See, you got to take one on the road. So that's why I say Kawhi. And you're right about CP3. He's playing the best that's he's ever played. But we know he's coming back. That's right. That was uh, inside, or not inside the NBA. That was uh, first take. Um, and uh, the question, and if you didn't figure it out, that was asked by Molly. Molly is the uh, um, the host, the moderator, you know, kind of the driver of the show, as I mentioned before. This uh, uh, was who, which team needs their the star that is out the most? That's Chris Paul and. Um, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is out with a uh, a knee injury. I think it's a sprain. Um, And the voices that that were heard was, uh, of course, uh, at the beginning, Molly asking the question, which I I cut it off on accident, but uh, um, it was who needs who star first. It wasn't even really about you know, Devin Booker. So Stephen A answers the question, and, and he says, "He says, uh, you know, Kawhi Leonard." Um, Magic answers the question in in between there, and and says, uh, "Kawhi Leonard needs to come back." Um, and then Max Kellerman, who really I, I don't necessarily disagree with, uh, but uh, I, I do think that that. Uh, he, you know, he, he kind of missed it a little bit. You know, I don't agree with why he came up with his answer. Um, but, um, you know, I, I can't blame him for saying that Chris Paul needs to come back because they did barely beat him and, and whatnot. And, and Magic at the end saying there, you know, a win is a win. And that, that's, that's true. Um, but, uh, you, you, and again, if you didn't hear it, it was just kind of, um, Stephen A. kind of saying that that he believes that Devin Booker is the next Kobe Bryant, and that might sound blasphemous, but you have to understand, Magic Johnson, who was a Laker, was agreeing that, that those yep yep yeps was Magic Johnson on the broadcast. There, he was kind of a guest of the of the show uh, today, um, and. Stephen A knows his knows his basketball. Matt Max Kellerman, you know, it's questionable of what you know, what he knows. Obviously, you know, all those guys, even Molly, um, and and I don't say that to you know degrade anything she knows, but obviously all of them, and I'll say this, know more than I know. I'm just a fan with with a podcast, you know, uh, that's that's just you know for his own entertainment. Um, and I say it all the time. I hope it takes off. I hope you know. I hope people enjoy listening to what I have to say um, from a fan's perspective. Uh, that 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 
you know, somewhat knows what he's talking about when he, you know, for these topics. But those those people, they'll know more than, than I'll ever know, probably. Um, so, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, you know, disagree with uh, Stephen A's uh, thing. And apparently Magic Johnson that knows Kobe Bryant so very well, the late, great Kobe Bryant, um, you know, agreed as well. And that, that was huge, you know. So you have, and, and I forgot to mention it, but you have um, Charles Barkley, you know, saying that, you know, he, he had his quote and uh, what he said. If you didn't catch it, you can rewind it, whatever, if you can hear it, but, uh, or look it up yourself. But, uh, you know, basically called Devin Booker the best player in, in the building. Um, and some people will argue that it, it, is it, uh, um, you know, Paul George um, um, could be, the, you know, the best player between those two teams. Obviously, some people say would uh, would be Kawhi Leonard if he was on the court or Chris Paul if he's on the court. But the truth is none of those guys were on the court uh, or in the building at all. Kawhi Leonard didn't travel uh, with the team. And, of course, as I was talking about with Chris Haynes, you know, was talking about um, um, CP3 at home. Um, and one last thing that I want to play and it's something that I've been talking about the whole time and um, and it was it was my call in to the listeners only meeting at uh, Doug and Wolf um, 98.7 FM Arizona supports uh, Doug, Doug Wolf um, and this is this is my my call in oh our favorite caller from Mobile Alabama David has just called into the Doug and Wolf show David good morning what was the most impressive thing you saw watching Suns Clippers hey good morning guys uh, the thing I saw it wasn't even just last night it's what they've done all season long and that they've done it all uh, season long better than every other team and that's playing like a team and that's something that Wolf talks about all the time you don't have to like each other you, you, you don't have to like your opponent but um, the fact that they do is, is so huge and then you know we can talk about their defense we can talk about you know De- uh, Devin Booker's triple double and we can talk about all that all those different things but they play like a team no matter what happens on on the uh, on each end of the floor they don't try to complain about the calls they do or don't get they get back and they run the floor and they do it better than anybody else with their speed and athleticism it's a great goal there. Thanks, There's no doubt about it. You're right on the money. You don't have to like your teammate. You don't have to. But, man, if you do, boy, does it help. <laughs> boy, does it help at the professional level. Uh, we've got our examples of guys and teams that have gone out and had a lot of discourse among them, and yet they've gone out and played well. Shaq, Kobe, right there, going out winning championships. You don't have to like the guy you play with, but you do have to respect him, I think, ultimately. But they seem to do both. <laughs> they like it, respect everybody on their team. Makes it so much easier if you do. Marcus and... But yeah, that, that was my calling. And uh, that, that's kind of what I've been taking away. Obviously, I mentioned on the show, defense has been huge. Um, the crowd has been has made a, uh, a big difference. You know, the crowd... Um, Phoenix will have home field advantage, obviously, in, in this series. And they will have it because 
of the record and and, and uh, other different things, different factors, mainly the record in the finals if they were to make it, and I believe they will. Um, but uh, that that the you know and and obviously I don't again you know I said in the thing uh, don't want to discredit their defense. Don't want to discredit you know what Devin Booker did because what he did at court you know obviously you heard what I read about stats and info. Um, ESPN stats and info that is is definitely historic. It was definitely huge, um, and other callers had mentioned those same things as well. And I wanted to come at it at a, at a different way. Um, and what I was kind of what made me think about it is at the end of the game, um, after Devin Booker has his interview with Rachel Nichols. Um, He's handed his his phone. Um, camera shows his handed his phone, and you don't really see who he's talking to or his FaceTiming. You can tell he's FaceTiming, but um, I said that you know when I first saw that I said it was Chris Paul. I, I almost guarantee it. And later came out that it was Chris Paul that they had FaceTimed him and, and talking to him and, and the the presence that he has on the on the court. Um, and and my takeaway from that moment kind of brings me to the point I made on Duncan Wolf is that that team they they love playing for each other and um, not make too many teams do um, a lot of team a lot of players are very selfish um, he's a great player but he's a very selfish player and the person I'm talking about is uh, Russell uh, Westbrook I mean he's Mr. Triple Double I mean he's he's you know leads the league in triple doubles the last couple of seasons, um, oh, I think he has the the record for triple double doubles, uh, you know, in a season. Um, you know, he's a stats guy, uh, but look where his teams finish. He, he did, you know, I, I don't think uh, Oklahoma City when he was Oklahoma City, he's made uh, playoffs a couple times. Never really get too far. Um, never, not as far as is what the Phoenix Suns have this year. Um, and so many other players that are just very, very selfish. You can kind of tell they, they, you know, they, they, they play for themselves. LeBron James walking off the, the court with five minutes left and uh, in the last series, or not last series, but the first series with the Lakers and Suns, um, you know, basically say, you know, saying, hey, you guys deal with it. This game's out of reach. I'm going to go to the locker room. I'm not even going to, you know, be, be there with my, my teammates. And I'm not going to, you know, really, I'm not trying to say that he doesn't like his team. Um, but if you did, you wouldn't leave even though it was out of reach. You'd stay there with your brothers. Um, and it, it, like Wolf says, it, it does make a big difference when you, you, you like the guy that you're playing next to. When you're lined up next to him, if it's in football or whatever it is, um, Whatever your job is, if you enjoy your job or you like the people you work for or work with, um, it makes it a lot easier. You don't have to like them, but it makes it a lot easier. And you do you do have to, uh, you know, we, we are called to, you know, respect them, and, and you should respect them and, and treat them better than yourself. Um, that's my personal belief on that. Um, but uh, anyway... Um, to the to the game um, that uh, was was played, um, 
we have the uh, you know 120 to 114 win uh, the Suns um, Devin Booker with the triple double uh, game leaders Paul George 34 points uh, 10 of 26 from the field 7 of 8 at the line Booker with his 40 points uh, 15 of 29 from the field perfect 7 of 7 um, Nicholas Batum 10 rebounds, 9 defensive, 1 offensive. Devin Booker, 13 rebounds, 12 defensive, 1 offensive. Um, Rajon Rondo, 7 assists, 0 turnover, 22 minutes. Booker, um, 11 assists, 2 turnovers, 44 minutes. Starters for the Suns. Jay Crowder, Mikel Bridges, DeAndre Ayton, uh, uh, campaign in there for the... Uh, Health and Safety Protocol, uh, Chris Paul and uh, Devin Booker. Jay Crowder, 33 minutes, 5 of 10 from the field, um, 3 of 7 from uh, deep, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 13 points. Um, Mikel Bridges, 36 minutes, 6 of 11, 2 of 6 from deep, 1 rebound, 2 assists, 14 points. Aiden, 37 minutes, 10 of 14, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, 20 points. Campaign, 29 minutes, 5 of 10. Uh, one of four from deep, three rebounds, nine assists, eleven points. And Booker, uh, forty-four minutes, fifteen of twenty-nine, three of uh, seven from deep, thirteen rebounds, eleven assists, and his forty points. Um, Thirteen, eleven, and forty is his triple double. Uh, all of the starters for the Suns, uh, double digits. Um, and then uh, Cam Johnson, he provided twelve um, points off the bench. Uh, Tory Craig, eight points. Sarge with two uh, off the bench. For the Clippers, Batum, uh, 37 minutes, five points. Um, Morris, 21 um, minutes, six points. Uh, Reggie Jackson, 39 minutes, 24 points. Paul George, 39 uh, minutes, 34 points. Uh, Terrence Mann, 27 minutes, nine points. Uh, Cousins uh, was a pest uh, in the paint um, and was the only one that really kind of gave, you know, the Suns problems, at least in the paint for the uh, for the most part, um, 11 points. Not with his scoring, but with his with his, his solid defense, or solid enough, I suppose, um, 11 points. Um, and then uh, everybody else... Uh, didn't score any uh, more than that from off the bench. Um, Clippers, they were 40 of 88, 45.5% from the field. They were 20 of 47, that's 42.6% from deep. Uh, 14 of 17, 82.4% um, at the line. Suns, 49 of 89, 55.1%. Uh, they were 13 of 32, 40.6%. Uh, perfect at the nine, uh, line, nine of nine, but that's one hundred percent, of course. Um, rebounds, Suns, forty-three rebounds, seven offensive, thirty-six defensive. Uh, Clippers, thirty-nine rebounds, ten offensive, and uh, twenty-nine defensive. Suns uh, uh, have thirty-one assists to the uh, Clippers' uh, twenty-three. Um, Clippers did have more steals with six. Uh, Suns with five. Uh, both teams had three blocks apiece. Um, Suns with fewer turnovers with seven, uh, Clippers with nine. 
Suns only giving up nine points off of turnovers, and uh, um, the Clippers uh, gave up 15. Uh, fast break points, 16 for the Suns, four for the Clippers. Um, points in the paint, 54 for the Suns, 34 for the Clippers. Um, one last less foul between the two teams, 17 fouls for the Clippers, 16 fouls for the Suns. Um, they did have the uh, a technical, and it was on um, uh, it was on Cameron Payne, um, a, a frustration technical. Um, Phoenix uh, had the largest lead with ten, and uh, Clippers only with uh, six. Um, and that that that's uh, the the game. Then uh, you know, obviously. Uh, to recap, Chris Paul out with healthy safety protocols. Uh, Kawhi Leonard out with the uh, the knee. I think it was sprained knee. Um, I think some early reports thought that it might be a um, a uh, ACL, um, but uh, it's not. It's a little little less than that. But uh, you know, kind of up in the air uh, on. When he'll return, Kawhi Leonard, um, Chris Paul is, you know, the wording you can, you know, the real report is out indefinitely. But, um, you know, obviously he can have a more accurate timetable of when he'll be back. Obviously, uh, when he passes, you know, the protocol as I mentioned before, the two negative tests and then the um, cardio um, testing, um, and then then he'll be back. Uh, and, and now with him missing game two, it's assumed, um, you know, speculation that he'll be back game three. Um, but it hasn't been officially reported. Um, and Kawhi Leonard has also been already ruled out for game two. Um, as always, I appreciate the uh, um, uh, the click and for listening. Uh, again, all rights to uh, Inside the NBA and, and uh, um, for... Uh, for them and then then of course uh, first take uh, that clip there Um, and uh, um, and then of course my uh, clip with uh, Doug and Wolf uh, you know that some of their thoughts are all rights to them as well Um, I do appreciate everybody as always um, and uh, I will uh, eventually talk about uh, uh, other uh, things other than the Suns, but the Suns are, are obviously the main focus, the team right now that uh, that's worth talking about, just being honest. Um, so we'll, I'll catch up with everything on there. Um, just uh, a uh, foreshadow, uh, the Diamondbacks have a record, but it's not a record you want. Um, I'll just say that right now. It's not a record you want. I'll, I'll talk about that uh, later. Um, but... Uh, Peace out. Thank you.